Welcome to the Do You Believe podcast. This week, which is definitely not the same week as the previous two episodes, we're going to do this. This will be a this will be an interesting one. Uh, we're kind of lumping in: Does God exist? Does free will exist? And state of religion. I guess we'll throw that all into one. Aaron's here again. Aaron, say hi. Hello again on this third week. And cue the theme music. Right. <laughs> so we're we're back. It's nice not having to do my own theme music now. <laughs> so thank you for that, Aaron. Of course. He's our beatmaster over here. <laughs> Alright, so let's we were getting some good stuff off mic. We'll come back around to it later. We were talking about the state of organized religion. But we'll come back to that. So, let's start super high level. Okay. The idea of God. Initial thoughts. Where are you at? Um, my very first thought, and this is the one that probably, if I think of this on my own, the thing that comes to my mind first is, I feel like as humans, we're is highly presumptuous for us to think that we know everything we know about God. That's just me. I think that like, if he's so powerful, cause I know people are always like, you know, coming, you know, coming from a Christian, I think people are always like, you know, or they'll say like, ah, you know, I had some, had some force. It'll come back to me. Give me a couple minutes in a little bit. What do you, why don't you wait? <laughs> um, for me, so, background on me real quick was just, you know, I grew up in a Lutheran church, Lutheran family, going to Sunday school, whatever. Then I went to college, didn't really do much there, and then moved on on my own and then have developed it further from there. So mine is just basically, how can there not be is kind of my mindset when I walk outside and see the world around me, I mean, how can there not be? And matching that with, you know, just the the amount of coincidences that led to, you know, the earth that we that we perceive around us, right? It's like one in some ridiculous number, billion, trillion odds that, you know, were around a sun, that were at the perfect distance uh, so that the temperature is right we have the right atmosphere makeup to, su- to support life you know that's pretty rare it you know rotates perfectly it's a almost like perfect circular orbit around the sun mm-hmm. and then it's you know tilted just perfectly so you get seasons here and there and um, it spins exactly so many times a year as it goes around and to top that off that is, this is just, there's no way this is coincidence. The, the moon that orbits the Earth, you see the exact same side of the moon. It's been that way forever, as far as human history has recorded. That means that the, the moon is, as it goes around the Earth, is rotating at the same exact speed. Mm-hmm. Right. What 
are the odds of that, considering scientists say that it's just like an asteroid that crashed into Earth and then got captured, and just happened to get captured exactly right Because you would think, if you're using common sense, you would think there would be ver- at least very slight variations, so that maybe over the course of 10 years you would see it moving a little yeah. bit. It's not moving at all. Like, it's... Okay. Like, it's just those kind of things. It's just like... And people will, will argue, they'll be like, okay, well, you're just, you know, an insignificant speck on this planet in the middle of the universe. Like, I think that makes me pretty significant, considering I'm the only one. You know, we're the only, that we've found so far, only planet that has life. Mm. And that has, you know, us, it's the only one that has me on it, you know. Mm. I think that makes us special, not insignificant. You yeah. Know, that, that, that's, I think they got that backwards, but... Um, and like even the like, huh? It's like even the fact that we thought that historically that there was something that created everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that thought, right? Yeah. And I, some some philosopher argues that it says the fact that we have the idea of God may indicate that there is a God. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Where does anything come from, right? And it's just... My current beef, you know, with science is that the the explanations that the scientists give are just... They always throw in big numbers, you know, like Earth is billions and billions of years old, and the Big Bang happened trillions and trillions of years ago. When you throw those numbers out, you know, you can kind of say whatever you you want and get Mm -hmm. away with it. But the people that are believing in just... You know, a big bang out of nowhere created a universe that sounds just as far fetched as believing in a god. So I mean, I if that's what you want to pick, that's okay. Yeah. But it it also you have to acknowledge, you know, that's you're basing that on faith and science. Yeah. I'm basing it on faith in some old text that we got. You know. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I think the big like the big bang and really most theories like. We weren't there, so we can't say for sure. Yeah. And we, it is a theory. It is a theory. It's not a law. And people like to think it's a law. But, like, it's 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 a theory. And I think, I, I think that, you know, something happened there. Like, we do have evidence of something happening. But, like, I don't know. I come from a very, like, weird spot when it comes to science and religion, especially when the two of them combine. Like, for instance, like, People usually will talk about um, creationism versus evolutionism, right? My thing is, like, there's a lot of evolution or uh, uh, evidence supporting evolution, but, like, why the hell couldn't a creator have made the system of evolution for some reason? Yeah. Same token, I, I don't know whether there was a Big Bang or not. I don't really have too much of an opinion either way on that specific theory, but, like, say there was a Big Bang... I agree with you saying that all this stuff being exactly perfectly how it is is way too much of a coincidence. It doesn't make sense mathematically. Like, someone had to... Assuming the Big Bang was real, some being, some god or something, I feel like had to have created that event to create the universe or, you know, however things went down. But I think it had to start with someone or something that knew what it was doing. That's, yeah, and that's... And I've also... yeah. That's the way I try to appeal to science-y type, you know. Well, there's a couple things. One, you know, 
science, you just observe what happens and say, okay, if I if that's true, then I should be able to do this and this happens. And if it does happen, then all right, that's, you know, we got something to work with here, mm. right? But that's just observing the universe we live in. So yes. science is explaining how things work. They'll never be able to answer why, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, okay, let's say evolution was, did happen. This is how it happened based on what we've seen. Why did it happen? Exactly. Like, why? <laughs> so, why? Uh, science explains how, and then, like, God and religion, we use religion loosely, explains, you know, that's the why. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, I, there are people that get real hung up on the, you know, Earth is 6,000 years old, he, God created it in literally seven days, and, you know, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. But to your point, you know, and I'm probably closer to your side on this, is that, like, it could, evolution could be real, but it was set in motion and set in motion by God, you know, mm-hmm. to achieve what he wanted to achieve. Yeah. Same, even if the Big Bang was proven real, I would be like, that is how it was set into motion. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fun part about this is we will never know what started everything. That's the part that bums me out. And it's just like, it, you can always, the science says, this was the beginning of our universe. It's like, okay, what was before that? Because <laughs> I remember a while back they were talking about, like, someone was talking about, uh, we're, we're on the topic of the Big Bang Theory, and then from there we were being taught about, like, the membrane theory, which is, like, basically there's two giant membranes that are, like, bigger than universes that, like, are, well, Not like the, two, what's it? Bubble theory or something? I can't remember. Uh, I was reading something like that, too. The universes are all kind of like bubbles and are just kind of like Not quite. I think it's more <laughs> or less the same. It's like we're, we're we're in between two membranes out of infinite membranes, yeah. and they're waving around, and whenever the waves end up hitting, that's where a big bang hits, and that's what creates it. That, But, you know, again, so that's just the, a theory. Where the waves come from? You know? Exactly. Like then, exactly. That, that was one of my questions right off the bat, seeing that in middle school or whatever. It's like, what after that? And then what about after that? Yeah. Maybe like Adventure Time, everything is just a small version of something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of people think that's true too. But like these theories, like when we, when you get to that level of theory is not based on science and no. math. It's based on, you know, what if? You know Speculation. And that's all it is. And I, some scientists can come on and tell me I'm wrong about this. Be curious to listen. I might fall asleep though because it's so complicated. But you know, the the basic evidence for a Big Bang is just the fact that the universe appears to be expanding, right? Mm-hmm. So naturally, you'd think, okay, then that means it came from something like this, you know. Mm-hmm. So it went in, it was small and it went out. So you know, Big Bang, that's fine, you know. Whatever. <laughs> Where'd that come from? You know. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I think that. I just don't think that, like, if you really want my opinion on this, I think that people as a whole, we should stop worrying about that part of science. Like, yeah. what was happening? Stick like, to the hard science. Stick to the hard science and stick to the stuff that, like, is going to help us. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, space travel, I think, is a big thing. I, hell, even if we, like, if we stop our focus so far down, like, on the science end of things, I'm like reverse focus more on what's going on now and then like go back and like i don't know say we get like space exploration becomes a thing within the next couple hundred years um then you know maybe we'll get the answers we're looking for if we can just get off this stupid rock but 
Oh, no. Mm, yeah, the only way to get there is... Real science. Yeah. It's nice coming up with all these theories, but that's not what we need right now. <laughs> you know, evolution is based on a lot more data than Big Bang Theory is. You know? Yeah. Which is... And yeah, that's one thing. Don't get hung up on, you know... If science proves something, it could still be how it was meant to be by the creator or whatever. Exactly. And so we don't even know, like, we don't even really know, like, how, you know, assuming there's a creator. Because, you know, I also go into this, like, I think, like, ever a big thing in Christianity, and I think most religions, especially Christianity, is you got to have faith, Right. To me, the fact that you're saying you have to have faith is also you admitting that you don't believe 100% that there's a God. Yeah. Because you you have to bridge that gap with faith. So I'm not, you know, I'm... that That's... I guess that's a whole other, like, thing. But, like, my thing is, like, you know... I don't know. God and, I think God and science are both kind of like that, in a sense. Just, like, things get too theoretical in science to be able to say 100% like ooh this is yeah. like this is right because like if you think about it like this like you, there, there's like there's science right you're going down you're studying all these things you're like okay you make like this discovery here then you like think of it as like a a, a, a tree graph right it's like alright found this out so I'm going to go like on the left and then it's like you run into an issue here and you start trying to figure things out and it's like okay like figure something out here and so you go down it's like we're like with the Big Bang theory or anything very theoretical like that. Any theories, um, like I feel like there's at any point a discovery you made, which like we do in science, we make discoveries that contradict other discoveries we've made, and then we like figure out. Then we do take a step back and go, okay, this is where we went wrong, and then they like you know things are changed a little bit, and then you find what you think is right, which may get proven wrong later. But like, I think that's what people should probably do with you know with these really big theories if they really want to you know look at it maybe stop focusing on it so hard and then yeah like you know look down other avenues go back or wrong in that tree graph and then start down another path if possible yeah i think that's that's a huge issue i've seen in like the science community is like when they find things that don't quite support what they are saying they either like dismiss the findings or ignore it completely or find some weird way to bend it to fit what they want instead of being objective and that's I don't know I feel like even science has lost their way because it should just you should constantly be working to disprove your own theory that's how the scientific method works mm-hmm. right and if it if uh, you're expecting I don't know. You're supposed to set the experiment up in a way that disproves yours. When that experiment fails, time and time again, then maybe you're on this something, right? Yeah. But instead, it's the opposite. It's like this is my idea, and we're going with it, you know. And then you just you just roll with it. So, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, like our. Not only can our brains not comprehend, you know size and magnitude of like Big Bang and creation and universe and God, right? Our brains can't, aren't going to be able to comprehend that. 
just can't. And, like, I don't remember who said it, but they did say, you know, if we knew God was real 100%, it wouldn't be faith. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Everybody I mean, would be believing God in them, right? Yeah. I think one other, like one other thought, and this is more, this is getting off the science talk a little more, get more on a religion. I think that, like, you know, like, people, one thing I hear people say a lot is they'll be like, oh, you know, like, if God exists, like, why then why are there, like, you know, flies, like, that, you know, nest in, like, little kids' eyes in Africa and stuff, like, stuff like that. And it's like, again, this goes back to me saying this, I don't remember if this was on uh, Mike or not, but, like, when I was saying that, like, I think it's presumptuous, presumptuous of us to, like, think we know yeah. what God is like maybe that's part of a system that like we don't even comprehend maybe that stuff that's happening maybe from our point of view that's real bad but like maybe from some other point of view that's like a necessary thing for everything that's existing for that to happen I don't know I mean yeah. you know could be maybe it's just it's just bad luck and it sucks I think uh, yeah I wish I could remember this quote from C.S. Lewis is real, real smart, um, but it was, it's kind of like a weird situation where you can never keep people happy because they could say, okay, well, your God is not powerful enough to stop bad things from happening, but, you know, if he did stop everything bad from happening, then we just live in this fantasy world where everything's perfect. What is that even, you know, what... Because then you get into the free will stuff, like, yeah. And I think, again, it goes back. To, it's one. It's we can't comprehend. We don't understand how God works because yeah. we're we're dumb. And that's the other issue is we think we're freaking smart. Yeah, we think we're geniuses, right? So we're we're just. We also think we're entitled too. It's just if we are if the way it's set up you know God is like this super all powerful being right that created everything mm-hmm. and you're just this little clump of dust and you're whining to him about stuff right humans think they're entitled to something for some reason right and maybe that's a deeper conversation is to you know people could say like well if bad things happen then God is not at all good right must be evil or something like yeah, that that's that's a huge philosophical discussion that I don't and, and it is I'm also coming for. from a human perspective which like again yeah you know, how much does that actually how much weight does that actually carry right I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a like like a dog you know you're its master let's say we were we were the god of that dog, right? The dog wants a treat, and you don't give it to him. From its perspective, you're being cruel and unjust and whatever. But you know if you give him nonstop treats, he's going to you know, get sick or he's going to die or something like that. So we're probably in that situation where it doesn't look right from here, but he know, God knows what's really going on. And we can't think like him because mm-hmm. we're not, we're not smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we think we are though, and I think that's 
dangerous. And I think that's led to a lot of, you know, atheism being a thing. It's just humans thinking they're so damn smart. <laughs> yeah, well, I, th- I think, I don't know, I think some atheists, oh, I think atheists as a whole, I mean, I definitely, most of the, like, this is only speaking for the ones that I've met. I can't speak for all of them, but most of the ones i met definitely do have, like, a thing about them or, like, they're just a little bit, like, oh, you believe in God? Well, I'm smarter than you. But, like, I, you know, I've, I've met a very big, you know, handful of people who are atheists who, you know, their only thing is, like, just, just, I don't see how there could be a God, and that's about it. And, like, to I mean, to be completely honest, if you're looking at things from just, like, a regular old person's perspective, I don't see... I mean, I, it's it's not hard at all to think along those lines of, like, there isn't a God, but, like... I think it's, and I've always said, I think it's lazy thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I think. I think that's what drives a lot of the... If you were not talking about the I'm so smart atheist, talking about the regular, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Like it doesn't make sense to me. You know, I think it's just uh, they're being a little lazy with it because it takes more thought than that. Because they'll be like, I don't see God. <laughs> just looking around, it's like, yeah. okay, well, you know, it's a little more of that. But then to their point, it might just be like, well, why do I care? Like, why even bother? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's hard to. Combat. It's hard to combat. If if they really don't care, you can't really help. Yeah. And I've seen more, you know, the agnostic type, which is there could be something. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. I guess it's probably closest to what I think. Because that's there is something though. Yeah. So. I I think if you want to be lazy about it and say there's nothing that's fine it's just uh, if you really want to sit down and think about it though just all you gotta do is just uh, pay attention right it's just it makes when you say how can there be a god then i would just be like well how are you here why are you even asking that question you know it's just uh, it's this is such a weird subject because neither side can really say for sure. Yeah, I agree. Which, I think that's... In the... I just think people... I don't know. I think the way people should approach this is like... The, the science that we're... That we, like, we, that we see that has like, like, like keyboards, mics, electricity, like that kind of stuff. The engineering and science that goes into that. That's stuff that we should focus on I think, you know, I think, you know, the theoretical issue or parts of science, like, I think they're also a necessity because they do get, like, gears moving and stuff that might not already, but, like, or that might not already be moving, but, like, I, I just think that keep exploring theoretics, but, like, if you're going to be doing that, don't count, you know, religion as bullshit. Yeah. That's I what I think. Just keep an open mind. Like, that's how it yeah. goes down in, in almost anything. Just keep an open mind. I'll say, I, I think religion has been muddied by dirty human hands. Mm, definitely. Right. So, don't dismiss Don't dismiss spirituality. I think it's, it's something we don't 
that we're losing a grip on. Like nobody wants to, you know. And we might bring it back around, but it's with like the hippie stuff. And, well, I guess not hippies. But, I don't know. So what you're saying it's kind of like nowadays we're such a information is so readily available, and like we're in a a world where technologically we're obviously more advanced than we've ever been. But like. And I think that's part of the problem is because we keep getting more and more of that, we become less and less in tune with the spiritual stuff. And I don't discount that, but I think everyone needs to ex- explore it themselves. Because there's different ways. I don't know. I guess we can segue into like organized religion now has muddied the water too mm. and that's what's driving people away because you know you were talking about the place where you guys lived and how basically you know church people and officials do not act the way they're supposed to no based on what they're teaching right and you even say some even and I'll agree with like the catholic church will bend certain things to fit what they want yeah yeah. And that has messed everything up. I definitely agree. So, and, like, does Satan exist is something else, but if if there was this counter to God that it was an evil, you know, that's what you do, is you go after those institutions that are supposed to be, this is what God represents. Mm-hmm. And if you tarnish that, it scares everybody away. And then they're all just into... Know, then they start going towards the atheist route yeah I think I just think that at least with you know organized religion like that stuff is all just I don't want to say like, it's, it's not bad because I, I, like, I see a lot of people bitching about church like churches and Christians and you know Christianity just in general and I know they don't you know, me and every single Christian stuff, but, like, I will say that, like, even, even, say Christianity is for sure complete 100% bullshit. I've seen way more churches, um, and, you know, maybe it's just because I was exposed to more churches than, you know, other institutions or anything or groups of people, but, like, I've seen so many churches helping out their immediate, um, uh, location like I've been to a, I used to go to a couple churches with some of them are in really impoverished parts of like St. Louis and stuff but like they've they do more than like like they do more for like the people who are in need that yeah. are in their location than like people that I see in those locations who like sit there and are on their high horse about like doing good deeds like yeah. I don't know like I think so, I don't know, organized religion, I, I, I definitely, as far as, like, a religious standpoint, I'm not on board with organized religion, but, like, it does have some, it does have some merits, but, like, I think from, like, a religious, I think the religious aspect has been severely eroded. And I'm not saying, that like, every pastor or anything is, like, a crappy pastor. I mean, my dad's still a Lutheran pastor, and I believe, you know, he believes, like, I believe that he believes he's, you know, helping everyone. And he, I, you know, I think, I think he is, you know, the people who like a hundred percent believe the Lutheran way of, you know, believing, you know, that's perfect for them. He's great for them. Um, 
just, you know, like, you do get some people who abuse that kind of power. You get, like, televangelists or, like, the super church guys who are really only in it for the money. And, like, those are the type of Christians that I would be like, hey, stand down, dude, just a little bit. Uh, you know. <coughs> uh, now, with Christianity in particular, um, the the one thing that we base almost everything off of is the Bible. And we talked briefly about, you know, humans have had their hands in that, right? Yeah. In you're trusting someone's translational skills in many cases and you know And you're trusting that they aren't putting anything in there that they want so proposed. I spent a little time looking at the different translations that I have read and you can Google the translation and it'll tell you on like Wikipedia like generally they have like a like a goal going in, not typically not like a like a dastardly goal, but just like a there's ones that'll be like, okay, we wanna make this as literal as possible to the original text. There's ones that'll be like, we wanna make it as, you know, comprehensible in our language as possible, you know, that kind of thing. And I did run into a couple instances where some of the versions that I had read, you know, had changed a few small things here and there to make it fit their, whatever their doctrine was, um, just to do that, and that made me hesitant. So, the one argument people would have is like, you know, how can you trust that? How can you take that for what it is? Which I'd what say. Are, so what are your what are your thoughts on that before I give mine? I mean I would I definitely say, you know, I'm I'm probably one of those people, like I was saying before, like who have a hard time trusting the Bible. Really I mean really any religious text, not just the Bible. Like I haven't studied any other ones as much as I studied the Bible and I haven't studied the Bible as much as I should have. But like I think I don't know, I just I, I don't see how like how there wouldn't be any like tampering or anything it's like hundreds of yeah. years of people you know rewriting these books and passing it down and like trying to hold you know beliefs together and all this like it's like I, you know again like i was saying off mic before you know adam and eve messed up the first rules according to the bible the first rule so like what's to stop you know you know multiple people instead of just two people from you know pushing their own agenda messing things up a little bit to fit their own needs in you know any of these religious texts or any texts that have just been going on for a while and just revised i think that it's very possible i think it's likely i think again the catholic church is like the most perfect example of that but i, don't know. I think yeah that's why that's that's kind of what i think There's a couple, there's some aspects to this, or different ways to approach it. Some, I think a lot of people, if I were to ask like my parents or my pastor or whatever, how do we know the Bible's true, you know, how, how do we know it didn't succumb to translational errors and tampering to somebody else's benefit is, if God is the supreme being, he could prevent that from happening right just to make sure it doesn't happen and honestly looking at all the translations 
they're all pretty freaking close to the same saying the same exact thing and there's like things where you can go on and cross-reference all these different translations and look at the original hebrew and literally what does it say and how they were in most like if you get like legit bibles will have notes that say in this verse this word could mean this or this we chose this because it makes more sense in the sentence you read the sentence like okay yeah because we've got different words that mean the same or same words that mean different things in our language they did it too but then you look at everything around and right but they'll usually make notes of it so in terms of translational things it is the most like from what i've seen the most attention to detail has been put into this okay. than any other text that's out there. So, but so there's that that God could make sure, supposedly it was God inspired, that He would make sure it stayed that way. That's one way to argue it. Another is that the basic ideas are the same, right? And I always kind of warn people about you know if you're gonna read each and every word. And try to make something out of it you gotta be careful you have to read multiple versions because you know that may not that's not what it was intended to be it's the big picture that you need to that you need to see um also i think there's probably a couple things well the bible is like the oldest text that we have outside of maybe zoroastrianism which is like ancient mesopotamia stuff they have some stuff very similar by the way and like and that's another thing a lot of the ancient texts are very similar I definitely I, I know a little bit about that and I think that just real quick sound I definitely think that like you know while I think that Christianity might have some things right but like not everything I think same with the other religions you know they probably got a little bit of something right except for Scientology I think that's one of the yeah. only things I think is 100% bullshit is Scientology. But, um, I don't know. I think that with the similarities, there's definitely, like, some some singular event had to have happened that, you know, sparked all that. Yeah. You know, sorry, so, I keep going on that. Um, but, yeah, and that's another thing is, like, like, I think the idea, like, the coexists, or the Unitarian idea is dangerous, but like a lot of cultures around the world, you know, have similar type stories, um, and most of them all have a flood, you know. And then some can argue like, well, see, they always kind of made something up to explain this flood, right? That would be the so it's all bullshit, you know. That's their that's their logic, but. I think it's it. I'm not willing to put my money on the idea that multiple religions have parts of it right I'm not going to say that because you know I've got if God was in charge maybe that is true however I was presented with the Bible and that's what I've read and that's so that's what I'm going to go on if somebody else has their own text that's kind of similar but not really but and that was provided to them that's fine but that's not what i was provided in mm-hmm. reading the bible is there's nothing else like it like i've read old stuff 
it, it's something else. Like you've got texts from different writers that they found in different locations that match up and that reference each other and all this stuff. And then you've got the new stuff that also references it and stuff. It's just too much to be some, nobody made that up. If we're being real, like it's not made up. And some could argue, you know, they found all these texts and somehow knit them together to make it look like, but there's so many like similarities and stuff. But again, like, I don't know. It's faith to some extent. Yeah. Because you can't just believe in God that there's a God and that's it, right? I mean, there gotta be a little more, right? And this gives you a little more, just enough. And could there be stuff left out? Absolutely. I definitely think that. I definitely think that. There is, and I even think, we've probably even found, like, I've got some books over here that are texts that they found with it that they're hesitant to put in because there's a couple things that they're they didn't find enough copies around the same time to be able to fully verify it put enough confidence in it mm-hmm. that has stuff that you've never read before that details other events that are left out of this one okay. right and you know reading them you know they sound at least the ones that I've read sound like they go in with it. It doesn't sound like somebody made it up. Somebody could have made it up. And I think that's part of the problem, too, is that they found the text and they were dated later than everything else. So somebody could have taken that and then written it based on that. right? So it's like, uh, let's just leave it out to be safe. But like a big thing that people forget or that don't, that miss... I will tell you this, like reading the Bible is extremely important because there's a lot of stuff in there. I know like you learn your your basic Bible stories in, in Sunday school, but you know, everybody knows those, but that's the stuff that you're not reading that's extremely important. Because like there's even a verse that's like, you know, Adam and Eve were kicked out of Garden of Eden. There are already people on the earth and they made offspring with them or something like that, you know, that kind of thing. That was one of the no, that's in the actual Bible. Oh, there were other people inside? It is one sentence. So you could say, okay, you're reading too closely into it. Maybe it's a translational error. But, like, it says, you know, there were other people on the earth, right? So really? what's not to say, and, like, I, I like to throw out these theories, and, like, it's not meant to be blasphemy or anything. It's just me thinking, yeah. right? Um, that, you know, like, Zoroastrianism is an older religion, based on what we found but that could have been a different group of people where'd they come from I have no idea like I I can't tell you that Um, could have had their own religion and okay in one of the books that's you know considered pseudo biblical not real you know had a story like you know Satan was kicked out of heaven Thrown, cast down to earth he had some followers with him and they came to earth maybe they made life maybe I don't that's you know I don't want to sound like a heretic but you know maybe they made life and the like Zoroastrianism their religion worshipped said fallen angel or something like that and that looking at some of their old sculptures and pictures maybe you know it makes sense so 
just because it's not in the Bible doesn't mean it didn't happen. Because people will use that to argue against the Bible and say, well, you know, this religion's older, so therefore this one's bullshit. You know? I, I mean, it could be something that, like, honestly, like, for all we know, like the, like, the Christian religion could be true, but it could be, like, a bastardized version of a different religion that, like, was, like, everything happened literally as it said. And then some group came along and was like, you know, kind of almost like assimilated those exact ideas in their own thing and said it was their thing. When So it's like parody of a real thing. I'm not saying it is because, I mean, I, again, I don't know. I'm just angry. Yeah. But like, you know, as far as we know, it could have happened. We were over there. And that's why I say, you know, as long as you get the big picture, right? You don't need to. The rest was left out because it's really not important. If they de, if he detailed everything from the beginning of time, you know the book would be this long and it would probably be you know the boringest thing ever. <laughs> Getting to that point, so it's just get the big idea. You know, God created us. You yeah. know, we sinned, messed everything up. Jesus came, um, and. Righted that wrong for all for everyone, which is interesting because you know there was the Jewish people, which are God's people, and then there's everybody else. Where did the everybody else come from? And that kind of goes back to, you know, what I was saying about maybe there was other people already here, right? So we weren't part of that chosen because we're not we're not Jewish, but we got saved by, by Jesus, whatever. And then you die, you go to heaven. If you're bad, you suffer forever. It's kind of just how it's described that's what you need to know mm. and other stuff is just kind of helpful stuff yeah you know? and it's not but then I mean I don't know my, my thing though is like you know there there are those like ones that you said they found um, like with other ones that didn't really like fit in or anything and they kind of left them out it's like it's just the how many, like, how many of those ones that they did keep, or, like, you know, should they have scrapped, or how many of the ones that they scrapped should they have kept in? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, like, I feel like no matter how much, like, no matter how much rhetoric you can do, like, you can, like, like I can put at it, or you can put at it, or any of the people that listen can put at it, like, you know, it's just, we, at the end of the day, we were never... We were never there. You're not the person. I'm not the person who went to, you know, write or collect these writings or anything. Like, it's such a, kind of goes with the Big Bang. Like, in my mind at least, you know, that, that Christianity is, or I guess that, yeah, I guess Christianity is what we're talking about right now. Um, That that's completely as it should be, if that makes sense. Like, we're seeing it... We're seeing a version of Christianity that has been passed down, and, like, it, like time... Like, it's just... It's been around for a long, long time. Um, I just... I still, with that and science, I, I have a hard time, you know, really taking everything 100%. Because yeah. it's just... It, it gets a little... It gets... Like... I feel like reasoning gets kind of diluted the further back in time you go, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's like my only thought. Again, like you're you're definitely more learned on this subject than I am. But and it's 
there's a faith component to it, right? I can't say for certain that this is like this. Some people will argue the whole thing is just a metaphor, right? Mm-hmm. Which is okay. I, I don't think that would, you know, I don't think you're going to go to hell if you think the Bible was a, was a metaphor versus actually happened. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're humans, right? It, it's, and some of it may not make sense to us. Like, the things that happen in there are just like, that would never happen, what? You know? So there's a, there's a faith component, and I think it's... That's why you have to read it yourself and not take anyone's word for it. Yeah. Which is something I need to you know, do if I want to be reading the Bible. And that's what I would say about anybody with religion is you got to do it yourself. Uh, or maybe not religion, but spirituality. You have to do it yourself. You know, there's we say there's God out there that you can pray to it. So you pray and be like, well, here I am. Now what? Right. And things will work themselves out. Yeah. You and until you experience that yourself, you'll have more doubts, I think, and you will be more cynical about things. And that's why, you know, I was saying this earlier about organized religion is like growing up, you you're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to have doubts. And I think that's completely we should all have doubts, right? And that's part of it. And that's part of faith. And you, sh- if you, if you're, to me, if you're not allowed to ask certain questions, then that's kind of a red flag to me. It's a human issue, right there. Right. And we were talking about cults earlier. I mean, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that. Um, you know. With cults, you know, when you start to question things, and they're like, nope, can't I say that? Or like, you just have to believe, you know. Honest yourself, though. Yeah. So, if anybody, if any church is doing that, you run away. Mm-hmm. And I think my mom would hate me saying this and stuff. And I don't know. I, you don't need church. You just need, you know, an open mind and... I will say the Bible. Some people can disagree, but I think it's an important tool. And it's okay to have your skepticisms about its accuracy. But reading through that, nothing sticks out is like bullshit. Nothing sticks out is somebody trying to manipulate me. It's like it's the same idea throughout the Bible. And like this is why I say you can break everybody's like scared of religion because of all the rules and stuff They're like oh it's just a bunch of rules and you know it suck I don't do it I don't. but there's really not there's two and this is in there somewhere but it's you know you have to love God because he made you right and then you have to love other people because he also made them that's that's it right mm-hmm. you don't need to follow rules they'll already happen if you practice the first two you know yeah. um if I love you, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to steal from you. You know, I'm not going to steal your wife. You know, that's... Yeah. So it's not a bunch of rules that you need to follow. So, and that's the theme throughout the Bible is like, be good to people and listen to God when he talks to you. Yeah. Or bad things will happen. Yeah. That's just, that's the theme throughout the entire Bible. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely, um, I can get behind for sure, like, the, you know, just, like, lo- like love God, like, for me, I, like, I personally don't know what to, what to call guys, so I just call God, God, um, and I guess I, like, I, this is probably just more out of, like, I don't know, familiarity for me, but I view God through, like, the Christian lens, yeah. um, and you know, like I, you know, I definitely, you know, I, I think he, he does answer prayers and stuff. I, like I, I try to keep a, I think it's a more personal thing personally than like, it's it's one of the most personal things I think having like a relationship with God, um, and I agree, you don't you don't need church. I you know personally, not in every case, and not, I don't even want to say maybe in most cases, but like personally, I think you know you go to church like. If you if you go to church, you're getting a skewed version of the Bible because you, you can go to a Lutheran even just take just Christianity, not any other religions. You've got Lutheranism, Catholicism, Presbyterian, um, just all sorts of different denominations, and everyone kind of gives their own side of the religion with their own specific rules and caveats, and it's like I, I feel like I feel like it's it should be. It's, and it was probably meant to be more internal. Right. It's too much too much man involved. And as we've seen in the Bible, which it says man is sinful, man is not perfect. Man will make mistakes. So and you can listen to, you know, people have gone to college or seminary for Christianity. They might know more than you, yes. So listen to them, but also listen to yourself, yeah. right? Because man can make mistakes. Yeah. So uh, that's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's a very odd, I mean, you know, whatever side you're on, it's a very odd topic just because, like, like, you know, if you're for or against, you feel pretty strongly. And, like, it's yeah. like there's, there's, there's like evidence for and against the Bible. They're kind of like, honestly, I think I think religion and science have kind of a lot in common. And people like to view them both as complete opposites all the time. And they kind of miss it. But like, there is up in the air for science, and there is up in the air for religion. And like, at the end of the day, we're we're going at both of them with a human understanding. And like, how the hell much do we actually know? Yeah. So I don't know. you go back a hundred years, we didn't know anything about what we know today. And the same is going to be true 100 years from now. Yep. So, um, uh, I don't know. I would say spirituality is, I would put more emphasis on the personal journey, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, the people at the churches will be like, you can't do it without us. We have to tell you, we have to show you the way. It's like, well, that's not the way it's, that's not the way I've been led to believe that it works. Yeah. Everybody will be presented with God at some point in their life. And they can pursue it or not. And that's that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying, you know, church in general, like you said, they do good in the community, right? And it's a good place to be. It's a good place to be for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I, you got to make sure you find the right one. A good church, because like we left our last church to go to a new one just because you know we felt like 
God was not the focus. It was too much man, too much man involved, right? Just money and and look at me, look what I can do, you know, too too much pride and stuff. And it just the people were not behaving in a way that that I've come to believe is how you should act, right? Yeah. So we went to another one, and you know, it seems you know like they know what I'm talking about, but. Again, every time I listen to a pastor, though, I'm always like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm not taking your word for anything. But, and that's why I like the churches that the one we go to is like, here's the Bible verse. I'm going to read it to you. It's right there. Here's what it means. And even the, the pastor at our current church will say, now this part is, I'm, this is what I think it means. This is me, right? He's specifies this is me That's i cool. think a lot of churches don't do that they say this is it and this is that right and i think that's i think with the lutheran lutherans are kind of the same way they take they take luther's word for a lot of things yeah right and he was a smart guy and he did do a lot of good things right but he's also human so exactly. you have to be careful and he's and it's a bunch of people following you know his beliefs that he kind of like chipped off of the big brick of a religion so it's like you know if he's doubting but he's also you know one of the top figureheads in the christian you know in the christian religion as a whole like if even he's doubting then it's like that that paints a weird picture i think at least I, i don't have any specific direction of going with that it's just it's I've always, even from a younger age, I've always found Luther to be like, like Martin Luther, um, to be a bit of an enigma in that sense, just because it's like, you know, exactly what I said. A bunch of people following a dude who doubted the religion to begin with, or at least, I know he was, I know most of it was like, uh, I think he wasn't happy about the Catholic Church. Yeah, so but, he did, he was the first one to translate the Bible into German. Because he was, back in the day, the Catholic church the bible was in whatever language i'm not sure something Something like that it was in something where only the head ups knew what it meant and they told you what it meant Mm -hmm. and when he went and translated it himself you know word for word he realized that they were making shit up (laughs) and that pissed him off right so so he has my respect in that regard like i think his heart was in the right place you know he translated himself he came up with that little catechism with this is my interpretation of these things which is fine right but he is human so it's worth reading his stuff and being like okay but then you know looking at it growing up i was taught told what to believe mm-hmm. and i think that's what it is for most people but you get to a part point in your life where you have to make the decision to do I really believe this, right? When you get out on your own, you can make that decision. And yeah. I went and I read through the whole Bible myself and said, okay, well, I was taught these couple things based on Luther stuff. I don't think it's quite right. He's close, you know? And it's yeah. just like, and that's fine, right? But, you know, my parents have an issue with that because they're still, you know, kind of, you know, hardcore yeah, into the... And it's like, well, if you... It's okay to question things. And I, I think they're scared to do that but that's understandable when your eternal soul is on the line yeah, you, know, right. you don't want to screw it up 
especially when like their parents were like probably even more even strict worse, about yeah. it to them. It's just as time goes, it stuff changes a bit. So that's why I think you know, I've never taken God to be a like a, a stickler for things. It's like, well, you didn't fully believe this thing over here, so. Well, you've got a total of eight negative check marks, so sorry. It's, it's, you know, it's more like yeah. it's just that's why you have to have the personal relationship and you have to do it for yourself. Yeah. Be like, okay, like I believe, let's say he reveals him to you somehow. Like to me, like the I know he's there for sure whenever I look up in the sky at night. It's just like, what? You know, that's just my thing. Other people, it's nature. Some people, it is the Bible. Like if words and logic is their thing, you're not going oh yeah this is my thing others it's just like through other people maybe you have to do it yourself because he's gonna it's gonna be different for everybody mm. he's not gonna it's not a secret I don't think yeah it's not supposed to be a secret I'd say so I think I don't know I think just like I don't know like you were saying like for me like you know I, I might not be religious in a sense of like you know uh, I guess most most Christians or religious people would probably write me off as not being a Christian for this, but I or not being a believer. I guess I, I guess technically I'm not a Christian. I don't really know what to call me, but like you know, you know, believing. I feel like if you can, if you can just like talk to the God that you know you're talking to, you know, whatever, whatever it, it actually is. Like um, I think that. It it helps it helps just to for me at least it helps to talk to him because it kind of it alleviates your mind a little bit but at the same time also like I you know you are I I believe you are talking to someone and this person is hearing what you have to say um, but I don't know, I don't really have anywhere I was going with that it's just kind of my two cents like I, that's kind of how I feel yeah. about it. And I think one of the things that throws people off is they, they pray and expect to hear literal words spoken at them. But it's like, I think that's part of the, our brain not being able to comprehend what God is. I mean, in the Bible, he literally spoke. That's what it says, you know, when they, they heard. But, I mean, it was a terrifying experience, according to those accounts, you know. Can't even look. But it, it's so... He can't really interact with us without making us explode. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of, he's that powerful. And we're, honestly, you know, we're so dirty with the evil and stuff that it's just, just kind of at a distance, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and he's not hiding from us, but it's not, and that's the interesting part, is he's not hiding from us, but he's not, you know, it's not fact, you know, that it's somewhere in the middle and it's and I think that's we didn't talk much on free will but it, I think it's kind of you have to stop looking at the world around you like you know money and greed and, and worldly things you have to stop looking at that for a second if you want to actually find him mm -hmm. if you're not willing to take the time to do that if you have to you have to put effort into it I think that's the one thing yeah and it was made that way. Because my, my brief thing on free will was just, you know, 
and I always say this, like, you can pick, do you want a cheeseburger for dinner or do you want tacos for dinner? Making that choice, that's not free will, right? Well, I don't want to say right, but that's not free will. That's you just making a choice. Mm-hmm. Of two things that you You've decided to eat. That was, that was more of the... That's a demonstration of free will. Yeah. And Christianity requires you to not give in to your instinct. For example, fasting is a thing in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. In all normal situations, if you are hungry, you're going to eat. That is instinct, right? When you willingly decide not to do what's best for you, your body, that's more free will, right? Because, like, pets don't, if you, unless you got them trained good, you know, you throw food in front of a dog, it's like, they go and eat it, right? They're not going to be like, no, you know, I am not going to eat that. I am a higher intellectual being, you know. I'm going to choose not to eat this. It's, it's, I'm trying to think of other examples. And, like, you know, loving other people to me is counter to instinct right you don't why you know if there's no god you know you should just be looking out for yourself mm-hmm. doing whatever makes you feel the best what keeps mm-hmm. you alive the longest well that's a, well that's the thing though at least like uh, like earlier on um yeah we were out we were out and about and like that was actually i think like one of the primary like defense or uh not defense mechanisms but one of the primary like instinctual uh, actions that we took was to, you know, band together and be with people, and it's kind of evolved into more of a emotional type thing than a physical necessity. Right, and it's hard to separate out instinct from demonstrating free will because, in that sense, you're doing it for survival. You know, you can survive longer with other people. Let's make other people happy. I wouldn't say that's 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 more instinct. You know, just. You're doing it for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. If we all work together, we can all survive longer, right? It's not... It's not like something where you're, like, you're, uh, your self-interest is not separated from that action. It is very much because of your self-interest that you're yeah. helping them out. I think it's, yeah, any... Acting outside of your self-interest, and that's you can look at that in the original original sin was don't eat from that, and whether it was hunger or it was curiosity, whatever it was that made, and then it was also some guy tempting you doesn't help anything, but the natural instinct is I want that, mm-hmm. and God said you can't have that. That's the first rule. So you he had you had to demonstrate right then and there free will to not act on your instinct. And but then I don't know my th- my thing is though like is it really free will not acting on that instinct then because in the case of like fasting like say for uh, Lent say we were still fasting for Lent you know all right we fast for Lent then um, yeah this whole thing with the apple and the fruit and stuff you know said not to eat it and um they were you know they were supposed to be they were expected to go against their instinct 
but then they went ahead and did it anyways, or you know, maybe maybe the apple, maybe that's not as good of my fault. But you know, at least with the um, with the fasting, right? We fast and we're going against our instinct, but like we're doing it because we're told to. Because we're told that fasting is what we need to do for the religion. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we but get that, the free choice that, to choose. Like even with the fruit, that was the thing. Like this is the rule because I said so. But the ultimate decision is ours. But then, but then people think, and I don't, I never put much on this, but I see people throw this around. But then they're like, "Well, like God, you know, God knew how it was going to turn out, anyways." <laughs> that's a deep rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it goes it goes pretty far. I've always just said that's kind of like we have the ultimate decision, but He knows us better than ourselves and knows what we're going to do. But you still got played out. Right? True that. See that. See, I don't know. My thing that's, is, yeah, that's all. My thing is, people just get caught up on like, like the why. Like, why would he even like give us free will or like you know, why he does anything? It's like, why are you asking that? I don't. We would know it. I, I would think we would know it if we were meant to know it. Or it'd be a lot easier to figure out if we were meant to know it. Um, I th- I, th- I think there are things that no matter what. I also kind of wondered, you know, the basics of Christianity are pretty simple. It's pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. No secret. But if you really want to dig and you really want to think, you might actually, you know, get more revealed to you, maybe. So it's like, yeah, it's easy, but there is, you can you can take it further if you want. seen a lot basically everything this world tells you that you should want and do is is polar opposite of what the bible says and I find that very interesting Mm -hmm. and you and it's weird because it's right (laughs) and I don't know if you maybe when you read it you'll see instances of like I'm reading Proverbs now, which is just a bunch of little sayings. Like it's kind of like you know, Confucius says, but like in the Bible, like you know, like one is you know, uh, like a wise person listens to correction, and a fool just runs their mouth. Right? That's just that's like a verse, right? And that's it's weird where it, everything in the Bible is counter to what the world tells you to do, but you actually feel better when you go counter to that. And that's the weird thing. Because like you would think if you get more stuff, you're going to be happier, right? And it seems that way as you're going along. And then when you get to the, if you ever get to the top, you're just like, yeah, this sucks, right? Yeah. But when you... When you reject that stuff, be like, that's not what makes me happy. And that's what the Bible says. That doesn't make me happy. It sounds counterintuitive, but when you're in that moment, when you've given up all that extra worldly stuff, you you feel at peace. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that goes along with more of the, it's a personal journey for everybody. You know, to feel, to, to understand what I'm talking about, you have to be there. Yeah. That's why I say, give it a shot. I mean, why mm-hmm. not? I mean, I don't see, like, unless you're really worried about 
like it not working out for you and you wasting that time, which in that case, I don't think it would have been a waste because you're still growing in one way or another. You tried something out and you didn't like it, or you tried something out and it was right for you, and then you're, it's good. That's like, okay, so let's say if you, you went, whatever, you didn't pursue riches and whatever, and then you get to the end of your life and that's it, and then you die, and nothing happens, let's say it was all fake, I mean, the end result is the same. It's the same. You're dead. Doesn't matter what you did. <laughs> you're, you're dead. You're dead. It's like it's done. You know. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like this is, I mean, this is a very like I don't necessarily believe this thought at all, but like one possible explanation is why things are so opposite is just like, especially with all this like, like uh, like sex ring stuff going up in like with like Hollywood and. Um, some government officials and stuff, you know, like that's been buzzing a little bit. Um, like, you know, I've been, I, re- I read some things that people have been saying that they're like, like the people running our country and the world and stuff, like it's Illuminati and all that stuff, which, you know, I think the Illuminati is a thing. I don't know how powerful it actually is, but it's saying, but assuming it's like as powerful and demonic as it actually is, that would make sense why we're, you know, geared to, you know, pursue the things we want to pursue. Why things are, you know, opposite of what the Bible was saying for us to do. And why we end up, you know, supposedly happier doing those things in the Bible than doing what we're told to do on earth. Possible explanation, but it's off topic a little bit. I've written down some notes, you know, as to, you know, why do people, why are people scared of, you know, religion or Christianity and stuff? And it's like, part of it is they don't want to look dumb, right? You've got the atheists that that come across as like they're better than you and smarter than you so you're an idiot if you're right that's part of it and I think um, other part is how you know opposite it is just what you know I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. Um, I had another point but I lost it thought train's been derailed a lot tonight we've been at it for a minute for three weeks yeah yeah (laughs) We're wrapping it up, Carrie. You could have been in on this. There's still time. You could have, you know, filled in the gaps where we forgot everything. Yeah. So I guess, all right, do you have any final thoughts on, or final thoughts on like what you believe, or final thoughts on what you would tell somebody else? that was considering it, you know? Um, I'm, I guess I'm going to say, you know, don't discredit all religion and don't take all science as fact. Like, I think yeah. both have, have, have a little bit of both in them. Like, religion has some fact and some, you know, not fact, and science has the same thing. And I would just say, you know give it a shot you won't regret it everybody has to go on that spiritual journey themselves if you're completely brand new i'm not gonna say don't go to church because it's a good starting point you know but you know listen to what they say remember that and then go read pray do it yourself and learn yourself and grow yourself um 
and then talk to other people about it, I guess. You know, get their experience, get their input. I think that's a thing that I at least missed out on, like, growing up in the churches. Like, I never really bounced ideas around outside of, like, church or Sunday school. Yeah, and I, I think maybe it was some church in Minnesota when we lived there seemed to have stuck with me the most, and I think it was because we were allowed to ask the questions. And the guy was pretty knowledgeable about it. And he, he taught me that you can ask questions and you can seek your own answers. And that was kind of a big turning point for me, instead of just listen to what the pastor says and do what he says, because the pastor is a man. So I guess my, my final thing is just, you know, trust God, don't trust man. Right? And the closest person to God is you, right? Not somebody else, right? Yeah. You don't need to go through a middleman to talk to God. But yeah. I agree with that. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.